Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. We're going to be looking at five absolutely critical things that you need to do if you're in your early days of sobriety. So if you're in day one, day seven, day 14, day 28, even in your first six months, even if you're in your first year, these points are absolutely critical. You need to get these right, so do make sure to watch this video. Hey guys, Leon Sylvester here, and welcome to the YouTube channel. Now on this channel, we make videos all about how to stop drinking and how to live your best quality of life without alcohol, because at the end of the day, People don't just stop drinking because they want to stop drinking. They want a better quality of life. So we try and make videos to help you, one, understand alcohol for what it is, and two, build that great quality of life without alcohol. Because that's what it's all about. That's what I'm all about. So yeah. Now, we've got five things to go through, and let's get straight into it. The first thing is to set new goals. Now, why do I say this? It's because in the past, like before I kind of had an understanding of the type of things that I wanted to do with my life, I would have absolutely no chance stopping drinking. You know, I might last a day. I might last two days. Because I had no idea of the things that I wanted to do, alcohol was such an easy escape. So this is is, is probably different to anything that you've ever heard before because I don't really hear people saying this. I don't really hear people telling you to go towards a better life when you stop drinking. But to me, it's the thing that makes all of the difference. So the first step is to set new goals. Now, that means that when you're in your first few days of sobriety, it's, it's about kind of creating a vision for your life, right? It's about seeing who do I want to become? What type of things do I want to do? Where do I want to step up in my life? Do I want a better family life? Do I want to improve my business or my career? Do I want to improve my fitness, my health? What kind of things do I want to achieve from stopping drinking? And creating this crystal clear vision of the exact type of life that you want after stopping drinking, it's going to motivate you, right? And it's going to drive you, not just to stop drinking, but to actually build a better life yourself because it has to go together, right? People that stop drinking just because they've had enough, it's enough to kind of get you going. But the people that have that lasting sobriety that lasts for 10, 20 years, it's all about that better life. And I've told you this before, but my mum went to AA. She went for tw- she's been for 20 years, right? But the way I see it is that The thing that she got really, really, really right about her sobriety is that she went towards a better life. When she stopped drinking, she was in a dark place and now she owns a house, she has a fantastic career, she works for the Salvation Army, she does work that she loves, she she remarried a new husband, she had another child, she got so many things right and it was like she got rid of alcohol to achieve this amazing vision that she had for her life. She freaking did it. She started from the bottom and I think that that was like a major pillar in her life was the vision that she had. And it's also the approach that I took. I stopped drinking because I wanted to build a business. I wanted to uh, I wanted to leave England. I wanted to escape the cycle. I didn't want to work in a restaurant anymore. I didn't want to have the, the hangovers. I wanted to have the good energy. I wanted to make a, get a new girlfriend, sorry. And I just had all these, these ideas. And I actually had that very, very, very early on. And I truly believe that that has made such a big difference. Like not even... It's, groundbreaking the difference that it's made because I don't wake up and think about alcohol. I think about the things I want to do to build a better life. So if you're in your early days of sobriety, I recommend that you set some new goals. 
And some of the best areas to focus on when you stop drinking are health. So health and fitness goals, so it might be fat loss, it might be muscle gain, it might be sorting out your nutrition, it might be you know, trying out a new type of diet, it, it could be anything. Or it could be, uh, I don't know, yeah, you get the point. It could be, it could be health related, it could be business related or career related. So it could mean working, you know, more intensely, pushing for more clients. It might mean that you end up, you know, working longer or just bringing more focus to work and having goals for your career and how you want your career to progress. And it might be family life. You might want to spend more time with your family. You might want to, you know, dedicate more time to spending one-on-one time with your loved ones, spending one-on-one time with your children. You know, you want to create goals. That's probably not the best. I'm not really giving you an idea of how to set goals. Uh, I'll link you to a blog post in the description talking about some of the steps you can use to actually set goals and make concrete plans to achieve them. I'm just kind of giving you ideas in this video to kind of scratch the surface and then, yeah, like I said, I'll give you some links to look at this further. But this is critical. Setting a vision, setting a goal, understanding who you want to be when you stop drinking. Okay, so the next tip is to hit the gym. Now, if you're in your early days of sobriety, it can be very easy to mope around. It, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be one of those guys that makes themselves feel like they're missing out. I think that hitting the gym is such a good thing to do in your first, you know, first few days, first few weeks, first few months, first few years of getting sober because you're doing something that involves self-love, right? This is going to get a bit, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you guys. I don't really care. I'll just say whatever. And if you'd like it, great. If not, whatever. But it's about a bit of self-love. When you drink alcohol, you're doing something extremely destructive. You are filling your body with literal poison. And now I'm not talking about like, you know, you might uh, compare it to the media, people that watch a lot of the, a lot of news. That's kind of toxic, right? That's toxic on your mind. But you are actually putting physical poison into your body. You are degrading your body, degrading your mind, systematically destroying things, plus all the other bad things that happen in your life as a result of drinking, it is an extremely destructive drug. And if you've done that, if you was like me, I did it for years, I did it for 10 years. And it just caused so much anguish and so much pain. And, you know, whilst I hit the gym, whilst I drank, I wasn't like 100%, you know, uh, no self-care at all. But, you know, combining, when I had the destructive side and the, and the care side together, didn't really make that much progress. So when I stopped, it was like, a goal of mine was to give myself more love and it's to do things that really helped me. So it meant like, you know, I, I do a lot of, go for a lot of massages now, I meditate, I hit the gym, I do things that are good for my health because I want to show self-love, I want to show self-care, I want to do things that benefit my life. And I think that, you know, starting in the gym is a great way to start things. I, I, I do with one of my clients, she wanted to do a couch to 5K. Great thing to start things off. Another one of the clients starts doing, uh, wants to go walking every day, starts swimming and doing fun activities like going to play golf, right? And these are good things that can get you going. So you don't necessarily need to hit the gym, but I think getting active, finding, you know, healthy activities that you enjoy that involve self-love and self-care, it's just such a good thing that you can do for yourself. It's really taking good care of you. And it's, I hate the term recovery, right? But it's rebuilding. I much prefer this term rebuilding because recovery is like focusing on that bad past. You are not recovering. You are rebuilding what you had already had before. So, you know, doing this kind of thing, taking good care of your health, um, yeah, can, can be extremely beneficial, especially in the early days. So the next one, bit of a strange one because of what I've just said, but this is going to be particularly important for those in like the first one to 28 days. It's to relax about food. Now, when you stop drinking, there can be 
like dips in blood sugar levels because alcohol is obviously completely filled with sugar and you can sometimes start regaining an appetite that wasn't there because you were just fueling your body with alcohol. What I'm saying is that at the beginning, you can relax about your food choices. Now, that doesn't mean you go overboard, but it's, you know, if you're getting sugar cravings and you're eating a chocolate cake every day, do you know what? In that first, first, you know, for at least the first two weeks, don't worry. Try not to worry about it, you know. You're doing something amazing for yourself. You're stopping drinking. You're doing something. You're not putting poison in your body anymore. You're doing something great. So I know it sounds a little bit counterintuitive after what I just said, but relax about your food choices in the beginning. And then you can start, you know, slowly over time, decreasing sugar intake, increasing protein intake, you know, getting those good fats in your body again, doing the good things for your body. But, you know, first bit of time, you can relax those choices. Next one, hire a coach. So... A coach can really help you in your early days of sobriety, help you understand the reasons why you drink. But I think that a good coach helps you build a better life without alcohol. So they help you get more clarity, help you become more productive, help you get more energy, help you do these good things with your life and help you kind of understand in what direction you are going, right? So I've just told you about setting new goals. Now, one of the best ways that you can get extreme clarity on this is to hire a coach because the coach can help you pull out ideas from your own mind and, you know, you can... Just kind of, yeah, start to build that good foundation of sobriety. And a coach is a really good thing. If you want to achieve a specific result, hiring somebody that has got a proven system, hiring somebody that can guide you, hiring somebody that's done the exact thing that you want to do, it's a game changer. I have a coach, right? I have a coach for my health and fitness at the moment. And the reason why I did that is because I had a very specific result that I wanted. I wanted to get to less than 10% body fat, and then I want to do 240 kg deadlift, 200 kg squat, 140 kg bench. These are like long-term goals that I've had for a long time. And I don't really make that much progress towards them. And I knew for a fact that if I hired a coach, I had somebody to hold me accountable to that goal. I had somebody with a system that can say, okay, you got to do this, you got to do this. He could ask me questions. We can change like the plan a little bit if we need to change things. But I know for a fact that if I work with a coach, I will hit that goal. And sure, there's a financial investment involved when you hire a coach. But the way that I see it is that it's very difficult to do certain things alone. And it's much easier and much faster to hire somebody with a proven step-by-step system to help you achieve that specific thing. So I think that hiring a coach in your early days of sobriety can be absolutely unbelievable. It can really, really help you. Like I said, not just in terms of alcohol and understanding alcohol for what it is, but it's more about that better life afterwards. So if, if there's a specific result that you think that you want, maybe start looking for a coach. A lot of coaches do a consultation session to see if you're a good fit to work together because it's very important that you find a coach that you have good synergy with. I actually spoke to a couple of coaches before I chose one and I wanted to talk to them and see if we vibed well together and just see how they were as a person, see if they've got the, you know, the right kind of motives, the right kind of intentions, if they're going to give a lot of care or if they're just in it for the money. And you know, it's important to kind of feel these things out, listen to your gut and then you know, you just kind of got to jump in. Like I just had to do it. I just had to say, you know what? Screw it. It's like one of those analogies where you dip your toes in the water and sure, it's cold and it's a bit scary. And then you put, you, you know, you go a bit further down and, and then your whole leg gets cold. But then I was like, well, I could take this approach. But I just went, nah, jump in straight away. And honestly, I feel like I've got my money back in two weeks. My fitness has gone from, because it's just been coronavirus, right? And it's just gone so much better, so quickly. So yeah, so you can hire a coach. Now I do do coaching for quick drinking. I don't do fitness coaching. Not anymore. I was a personal trainer, but not anymore. But uh, I'll put a link in the description where you can apply for a consultation call. Uh, there'll be a few questions to answer. 
just so I can understand your situation, see if we'd be a good fit, because I can usually tell very, very quickly who would be a good fit and who wouldn't be a good fit. Uh, I'll leave a link that you can book a call to do a consultation in the description if you want to help with those kind of things like, you know, uh, understanding alcohol for what it is and building a better life without it. So the final thing, this is the big one, right? This one's a big one. Oh my God, my handwriting's getting worse. I couldn't even remember success, right? Is to celebrate your success. Who's saying that? Nobody's saying that, right? People want you to feel deprived and like you're missing out. This is the, this is the typical approach to stopping drinking. You know, you'll, you'll tell your friend you're stopping drinking, oh, it's hard. What about the withdrawals? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Hell no, right? In, your, in, in the early days of sobriety, it is so important that you celebrate your success, right? And what do I mean by celebrate? I mean that you literally, you know, walk around and feel like, I've done it. I've done it. I've stopped drinking. And it's so important that you, you know, you get that feeling in your stomach and just let your whole body fill with good vibrations and clench your fists and yeah, feel good about what you are doing because what you are doing is amazing. And you're not really depriving yourself of anything. All you've done is stopped putting poison into your body. And now you're going to get a better life. You're going to get these things. You can set these new goals. You can work on your health. You can work on your business, work on your family. You're not really giving anything up. You're actually trading pain for pleasure. It's amazing. So what I'm saying is that you want to celebrate your success. You want to celebrate, you know, day one, day two, day three, day four. Feel damn good about it. Don't feel like you're missing out. Make yourself feel pumped. Get yourself into that high vibrational state of mind where you, everything just feels good. And you're like, oh my God, yes, this is just awesome. This just feels right. And it's like, sometimes it's hard to do that. Um, not just because of like, it, just in general, it, it's not easy. But if you're able to do it, if you're able to start your days off and just get in that right state of mind where you're thinking, I've done it. I've beaten alcohol. I feel like a machine. It can really, really help to get through the first, you know, one, two, seven, 28, six months, one year. I still do it today, right? If I ever think about alcohol, this is exactly what I do. I don't think, oh, damn. Like, I don't, I don't allow my mind to start thinking about drinking. I don't allow myself to start looking at people drinking alcohol and think that I'm missing out. I take the opposite approach. If I think of alcohol, I make myself get so, I just get, I get hyped up. I'm like, fuck, I've beaten it. I've done it. I've won. I've already done all this great stuff with my life. I've already won. So yeah, it, it, you, you might not have heard that approach before, but in the early days, celebrating your success can make such a huge difference. Like it's insane. So guys, that's what I want to share with you today. Thanks. <laughs>